Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 425. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is uh, Sunday night. Man, what a what a day! It was a beautiful, beautiful day today. Tonight, right now, I got my sweats on, got a t-shirt. I'm outside of my driveway. It's a perfectly cool night zero humidity, the stars are out, full moon, clear skies, like you would never even think that there's a coronavirus floating around here somewhere. Beautiful, beautiful night. Uh, man, uh, these are the nights I really, really, I really love, you know? A night like this uh, put together with, you know, being with friends and family, uh, is it doesn't get any better than that you know this is you know for me personally uh this is what life is about you know and when you're younger right you start to you look at all the things you start to chase dreams and you're hustling and and family ends up not being uh that important um family ends up not being that that important not that they're not important but you catch yourself uh, doing other things, you know, you, you catch yourself, um, wanting to hang out with friends or hang out with your girl, your guy, whatever the case may be, instead of going to a family reunion or instead of going to a dinner or instead of, uh, you know, <clears throat> and, uh, I know cause I'm, I'm extremely guilty of this and, um, and then when you get older and some of these people, that we're really looking forward to you hanging out with them end up not being around anymore and you look back and you like kind of regret it you know remember guys go back several episodes probably even go back further than that and what you will find is that um i try to do my best not to have regrets on anything you know but sometimes we do things and it's part of growing up and we can't make the change we're like okay well i'll give you an example my mom i love cruises me and my wife my first cruise ever was with angel it was um uh after we got married i think it was our first year anniversary um we went on a short cruise uh royal caribbean um leaving out of Miami. Uh, we did that cruise because we had no idea if we were gonna like them. So we kept it just for like a weekend, like four four days. Uh, and we loved it. In fact, by the time we got used to the cruise, we got uh, adjusted to the ship, uh, cruise was over. So then from that point on, we became cruisers. We weren't like cruisers like some people. I know people that are like go like this, freaking platinum, triple platinum. Uh, VIP cruisers, you know, we're not there. 
uh, <laughs> we're still very new, but we're, we've, uh, um, we've done quite a few. So anyway, my mom, my mom always wanted for me to go on a cruise with her. She loved them. Did I ever go with her? Absolutely not. Do I regret it? Absolutely. Uh, lots of regrets on, on that one. Um, however, if she could hear me now, she'd be like, ah, don't worry about it. You, as long as you went, I just want to make sure that you went. I would have loved to have gone with you. She actually told my son once when he was little, Adam's 30 now. So when he was little, I remember her telling him one time, Adam, I want to take you and your father on a cruise before I die. So he came up to me, he goes, hey, hey, dad, you want to go on a cruise? Uh, we go on a cruise with, with me, me, you and grandma before she dies. And this is like maybe a couple years before she actually dies. So crazy, crazy, you know, just the way life works. But, you know, we can't beat ourselves over those kind of things. What we can do is try to make sure that we don't continue with regrets. And we and we get to this, this time in life that we have to look way ahead and say, okay, when I'm 90 years old, okay? I'm, I'm not gonna say if we make it to love. No, no, if we're 90 years old, and I pray everybody makes it to 90. What is gonna be my greatest regret? regret? Not, I didn't spend enough time with my kids. I didn't spend enough time with my grandkids. I didn't go to family reunions. I missed my daughter's wedding. I missed my father's funeral. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those are the things that when we are old and we're sitting in front with our, sitting at the window with our rocking chair and we're rocking, these are the things we don't want to regret. These are the things that scared the fuck out of me more than anything. I want to know that when that time comes that uh, I did everything I possibly could. And that if it was with my kids, that they reinforced it. I know my mom was used to be always concerned. She goes, was I a good mother? Like, and I used to always tell her, yeah, you was a good mother. You know, and, and I could understand her and how she spoke and why she said this because I could feel the same way. My mother did everything for me and I didn't have that much. You know, I was a, a, a only child. We, though I had, you know, my older siblings who were already out of the house, my younger are from my father's side. So it was just me and my mom. And uh, we weren't rich. We lived in an apartment in the Bronx. Uh, but um, I don't remember not having anything. I remember taking trips to Florida, to Disney World. I remember going to Lake George. I remember going to Mississippi. I remember having incredible Christmases. I remember having incredible uh, uh, birthdays. I remember always having a costume for Halloween. I remember always having a turkey for Thanksgiving. I remember these things. I really do. And yes, yeah, since I've gotten with my kids, I've done all the same things that my mother did bigger. Bigger. But I was supposed to do them bigger. I was supposed to do them bigger. And now I hope that my kids and my grandkids do it even bigger than this. And it's not bigger, so it costs more money. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about putting more into it, putting, putting more of yourself into these things, especially when it comes to your family. 
I have my grandkids who, who live with me now. They, they live with us during the week because they go to school here. And on the weekends, they stay with their mom. And then on the summer, they go with their mom and then they come back here. And I have the two oldest ones. I have King, he's six, and I have Santana, she's nine. Those are my sons. My son has four kids. My daughter has none. She's in the, in the, in the army in Germany. And <clears throat> sometimes I don't come out and I don't always play with them. Uh, they'll, they come and they'll skate. I'll move the car out to the driveway and they'll skate. And, um, uh, and then once in a while they'll come in, they'll mess with me. We always sit down and have dinner, so that's important. When no phone's at the table, TV goes off, that's important. Um, I did that with my kids. I did that with my kids. Um, and then uh, I go back to work. Angel usually gets them all set for bed. And I mean, she's, forget it. Uh, I can't even forget uh, the, the stuff that she does for these kids and for all the kids, grandkids and my kids, uh, is, uh, you know, beyond what I could ever even uh, begin to tell you. But then once they're in bed and watch TV for a little while, she'll go to the office and says, they're in bed, you wanna go say goodnight? And I'll be like, okay. So I go into the room, like right now, I was just in there right now. And they both look tucked away, they're nice and clean, took their baths, they look comfortable. They, Santana has her Christmas lights on, don't ask me why, but she likes to put that light on, it kinda gives a little vibe, you know, little, little hippie girl. Uh, they have the TV, she's on her phone. And uh, so I go in there and I start to play with them. And um, they like to play vampire, so. I gotta make believe I'm, I'm gonna bite their necks. I don't bite their necks though. <laughs> Just make believe I am. And since I got, you know, hair on my face, they, they, they crib, but they go crazy. And they're like, again, 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 you know? But it's these little things that they'll probably always remember. I had no father growing up. I had no grandfather growing up. That was totally out of my power. And I had really no, really no men in my life, you know. Had my brother who now passed away, but we really kind of, you know, got close. When I became, actually, actually after my mom passed, that him and I connected. And I, and though we connected when I was younger, wasn't really a connected. He was big brother, almost like a father figure, um, who would come and go. I wouldn't see him all the time, and he would come and, once in a while, I would go stay with him if he was, you know, with his wife and his kids or whatever, and I would stay with them. But um, I didn't really, uh, it wasn't a brother-brother relationship. He was almost like an uncle because he was you know, 14 years older than me, you know. Um, uh, but I had no male figures in my family, you know, growing up. But. Uh, you know, so, so with these two, and really with all of them, I try to give them that other level because they have a lot of women around them also. They have their mom, they have, you know, their sisters, they have angels, they yaya. By, by the way, yaya is supposed to be abuela. Santana was never able to say abuela. She say yaya, so we left it at that. <laughs> and, uh, um, but I go into the room and I try to be that father figure. I'm very, very um, affectionate. With I've always been with my kids, with my grandkids, with my nephews and nieces. I always hug them. I always kiss them. Um, I have no shame whatsoever 
Uh, I remember that being a little bit of a complex with my brother when I was coming up because uh, uh, my brother, whenever he saw me, he always kissed me. And I was just, I grew up like that, like it's nothing, almost like the Italians, you know? And um, I remember one of my, my, uh, my friends was like, yo man, you know, young kids, stupid, with the tongue, oh, you guys look like a couple of fags. That's what he said. And it bothered me. I remember it bothering me. But you gotta realize I was young. I was 14, probably 14 years old, maybe a little older than that. No, no, I was probably older than that, probably like 16. And uh, and I remember him, uh, I remember feeling really weird. And then now whenever my brother did come around, um, I, um, I remember I started sticking my hand out to shake his hand. Man, I remember this so clear. And I remember he came, he saw me outside and my friends were there and he came up to say hi. And you know, he was just driving up, going to see mom. And you know, always, you know, he would, you know, bend over, you know, give me a kiss on the cheek and you know, instead I kind of like pulled back and put my hand out. I think he caught on, he took my hand, he shook my hand. <laughs> so it feels so, sounds so weird right now. You know, I could at least gave him a hug, right? But uh, um, but that didn't last long. That didn't last long. I think it really, really, because it was at that time that I must have been late. It must have been, might have been, nah, about 16. I'll say about 16. But then when I got my son, I got my son, who was a boy, it became a different ball game again. I became very, very affectionate with him, always hugging and kissing him and and I encouraged him to do the same. With his uncles, with his cousins, male, female, it didn't matter. Um, and I still am. Um, some people are like, oh, you gotta be careful, you never know, we never know nothing. It's family. And we ain't got no crazies like that, thank God, in our family, so, never have, so. But anyway, um, so I try to be like that with the kids. So I was just in there playing vampire with them for a little bit. They get exhausted though because they want to do the same shit over and over again. Again, now me, now me. I'm like, yo guys, I'm done, man. <laughs> Go to sleep, <laughs> watch some TV, you know? But you know, it's those little things, man, I don't want to. And you know, I know my regretting days are not in the past. I'm sure there's going to be others that are going to be coming up. Uh, I want to be able to spot them, recognize them right away when it does happen. And I want to um, figure out how I can, you know, how I can correct it before I get too old and I get to a point where I'm going to regret. So, so anyway, but that was... Uh, something I wanted to, to talk about because it, uh, it was pretty interesting. It was in my mind, you know. So this COVID, you know, during this uh, quarantine has me uh, thinking a lot about family. We used to always have the best barbecues here. Everybody loved coming to these cookouts. And um, we didn't do much. We cooked and we ate and we talked. and We always had liquor there and, you know, beers. I'm not much of a drinker, but I made sure everybody else had. And... Um, 
and it was nice. It was nice, you know. And we would come outside sometimes in the front and, you know, or just stay in the back. And we had music out there and it would get dark. And, man, it was beautiful. And I miss it. I miss it so much, you know. Now my, my sister moved out, you know. Uh, she moved out here to North Carolina. She's only like three, three hours away, which is great. Um, we FaceTime each other. I haven't gotten to see her in person yet. Because of COVID, uh, I definitely don't want to infect anybody. And I don't want to be infected. I already went through that. Uh, so we, uh, you know, so we, we, we said, you know, once this is over, they could come here. We could go over there. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, my daughter's in Germany, my son's out of town, and, um, just kind of want to get everybody back. You know, I look back, I have some pictures, some great, great pictures of when we moved here and everybody was here and we were outside. Man, I had incredible, incredible memories just here alone, just here in North Carolina, you know, uh, and, um, those are the days I want. I want those days back, you know, and I think we all have them where we say, oh, man, the good old days. Well, my good old days were, yeah, when I was young, but they were also now, you know, they were also now. And um, I just, I'm just hoping that like right now with, with COVID and my son away, my, my daughter away and um, that and my my daughter-in-law, she's in Charlotte. That's why the kids stay here for school. Because the schools over there aren't all that, you know? Not compared to here. They're not bad. But over here, they're good. They're actually good schools, you know? And they, the bus is caught right here. Over there, it was, it's just, it was just too much, you know? Uh, she has two other little ones. She has to take them all to the bus. Just too, way too much, you know? So this is, there's a lot better. And, um... Uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, because of COVID, you know, we have this little slump right now, but um, um, I look forward to really, really good times. I have elders in my family. The two oldest uh, relatives in my family live here in Monroe, where I live. They're both about five minutes away from me. So, uh, and I'm usually always with them. They're usually here at the house or, or whatever. And um, I miss them. I miss them and I used to love like they just made it right. When they came over, they made it right. They were the elders, they're the elders of the family, you know? And um, you know, one of them's gonna be 95. And I just, uh, um, I just, um, yeah, I just, I just wanna have more time to be around them, to enjoy them, to hear stories of my family, uh, they're the only ones that can really tell me anything. Look at my father, I have so many questions. And, um, and I, I don't have them. In fact, um, I, thought, thought, I thought about getting in touch with my younger brother's mother, who used to be married to my father. Um, and um, see what I can, uh, what, can what I can, um, you know, pick up from her, you know, what stories she could tell me, you know. It's a little awkward, it's probably a little odd because she is remarried and, you know, that can be pretty awkward, <laughs> you know. So, but anyway, 
Uh, I'm looking under my car. It looks like something's leaking. Just what I need. <laughs> anyway, all right, guys, listen, I'm going to shut down. I appreciate you tuning in. This was a nice night. Uh, I was up in the attic today, man, putting down some boards, and I haven't been up there in a while, so the legs are like climbing up there, and I have to balance myself. And <laughs> so I'm feeling it. I think I'm going to feel this in the. But uh, I've already paced up and down my driveway about, you know, 15 times since I've spoken to you guys, since I've been talking to you. So, but anyway, uh, be cool. Uh, don't forget to follow me everywhere on social. So if you're not on Clubhouse, um, you have to have an iPhone right now. If you get on Clubhouse, follow me. Um, make sure you follow me, okay, at Latif Mercado. All my social media is at Latif Mercado. Please follow me on everything. Uh, check out my TikToks. They're really cool. I got really cool where I'm doing Tuesday, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, until tomorrow, good night freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.